Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Inside the Game. I'm joined by DC United manager Wayne Rooney. Good. Yeah, good. 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 Let's have a little chat about your, your coaching career. Your football career is finished with a million goals and everything else that you did, everything you won. Um, and obviously you've moved into the coaching side of it now. So did you always think, or towards the end of your career, did you have an eye on that managing coaching or, or is it something that come about? Yeah, no, I've always wanted to be a manager. Have you? Um, and then um, I think I was 21 and started my coaching badges. Oh, um, and then I, I, I started them, done, done them for a while, then stopped. And then obviously restarted um, towards the end of me. Um, me, me last year at United, back at Everton, and then at DC, um, went through them then. So, um, yeah, I've always, it's something I've always wanted to, to do. Is it, is it a huge difference to playing? Yeah. Because obviously you're very angry as a player, as we, we talked on I'm another calm. one. I know you got what I'm saying. Calm as a manager, so, yeah, how is I mean, how are you able to do that? Is it, yes, I think over the years I've, I've calmed down a bit, obviously, yeah. but um. You need to be a bit more calculated. Okay. I think so. It's yeah. um, and every manager's different in how they they work and, and but I try and be calculated. My management side is is huge. Um, yeah. You need to make sure um, every player is different individually and um, you need to speak to them in different ways and um, but in the main I'm, I'm normally quite calm and and um, it's one where the players know if the Letting you down or disappointing you. <laughs> the it's disappointing like, it's like as a parent when yeah, yeah. your kids will know just by the look you give them. Yeah. Um, it's almost like that with the, the players, players. The players will know, and I feel you have to give players responsibility as well mm. because at the end of the day, they're the eleven, however many subs you make, whatever. They're the players who go on the pitch. They're the ones who have to make decisions. You can yeah. put them in a structure. You can set them up in in certain ways, but. Um, players need to feel free to be, make decisions on the pitch, and that's what I try and bring out in them. That is important, isn't it? Because obviously they are ultimately they're the ones making them decisions. You can't do it for them, you know. Uh, yeah, you, and you can show them. You can show them on the training pitch. You can show them on videos and slow it down. And 
um, etc. But um, at the end of the day, they're the ones who have to make the decisions on the pitch. And I think the the one thing my biggest strength as a manager is to allow the players to play with freedom. They're gonna make mistakes. Yes. I always say this to the players: they're gonna make mistakes, and um, don't be afraid to take risks. Yeah, that's a big motto, man. Which I, I say on a daily basis to the players. Is it? Encourage that. Yeah. Despite the mistakes, folks, it's the it's the key in it, and, and I guess often that's how you win a game, isn't it? By by someone taking the risk. If it's everything's safe, teams yeah. are well organised. Yeah, how to break them down. It's, it's, I went into the, the Washington Commanders at NFL team when I was in the states. Yeah. Um, so I went to watch them train and spoke to the coach, and so um, it was interesting to see the difference. And um, they play to not make a mistake. That's their That's whole their game muscle. is to not yeah, make yeah. a mistake. Where um, I'm saying to players, I'm actually not encouraging it, but I'm no. saying you're gonna make a mistake. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It happens um, because if you're not, if you don't make a mistake, you're safe. You're playing safe. Yeah, yeah. You're playing sideways. You're playing backwards. Yeah. I want you to break lines. I want you to put balls in the box. Yeah. Um, I want you to try things. And um, it's amazing when you see players change that mindset and and, and do that. How much better players they come, become, and that's what that's what we want to see as fans who are watching it as well. Obviously, a fast attacking football teams, players willing to take that that little bit of a risk because that's how you open it up and safety becomes born nearly. Or yeah, no, I think you've, there's obviously a time and a place for it if you if you're away yeah, at a course, tough thing. You've it's, got, but, again, it's it's game management. And, yeah, yeah, um, and that comes into play certainly the, the last ten minutes of games where yeah. you. Whether you lose and winning, whatever, mm. however you want to change it that way. But um, I think having a structure and, and and coaching the players is yeah. is important, and and the players understanding the role. Yeah. And we had it at Derby when I was I went in just just after Christmas as full time manager, um, and I was adapting to the opposition um, from game to game, and yeah. um, we stayed up the last day of the season, um, and then the next the next summer. Um, my pre-season was 11-11s, constantly 11-11s, mm. still in the style of, of football I wanted the team to play. And um, we had active 21 debuts, I think it was, from the academy in that season. And every player knew exactly what the role yeah, was. Yeah, so yeah. they go on the pitch and they knew where they were going, they knew what they were doing. And um, that's really why we, we were able to, I think we 56 points, I think we picked up with a team of kids, plus... Jags for half a season and yeah. two or three older lads, but these are all fifteen-year-old playing. There's it's all young kids who've never played first-team football. Who, in, in fairness, they they done incredible. Well, I, I did the derby thing. Obviously, you were you playing for DC over there. Um, come back the chance to come back to derby with a bit of coaching. How did the the manager thing come about? Because obviously. Was it co- was it Koku, yeah. yeah, they offered me um player coach role mm. which um, I felt okay, come back um, still play um, but also be have one foot in with the coaches and um and develop as as a coach and I yeah. knew I wanted to be a manager and um and that was it really. We we went in, um just missed the playoffs when I went in, it started in the January. Then we went into COVID and all that crap, whatever. And then um, Cocky got sacked, mm. um, and then they put me and Liam Senior in as uh, two of us really, as yeah. for two games. And then it, it was clear 
there has to be one one manager and, yeah. and then they offered me the job um, as manager. I knew then I had to stop playing. Um, Did you? I could have carried on playing, but I knew I had to stop and to, to focus on, on managing the team. And um, I've loved it. I've loved yeah. every minute you've been there at DC, being around football and trying to develop players, develop young players, and develop the, your team is it's been great. Has it been a difficult transition from player to coach, uh, player to manager, there? Really? Yeah, not. Not, not so much. No. No. Okay. I think I feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel comfortable, and um, I think the main thing is I know what I want. I know how I want my team to play. I know right, yeah. how I feel he should be coached, and so you know. And of course, you can you learn along the way different things yeah. as well. But you know, I'm very clear in 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 how I want my team to play. So that makes it a lot easier. You were obviously at Derby on. You know, incredibly difficult circumstances. Um, I remember seeing you doing an interview. Must have been the, the start of your first, your the full season in charge. And I think you were playing a friendly and being interviewed, and you were like, I "Need some players? We, you know, we've got no players, we've got no money, but we need players." And I mean, how, how difficult is that? Because not only are you you cutting your teeth, so to speak, at a, and they are a big club, Derby. Yeah. You know, you're having to do it with with your hands tied behind your back. Yeah, I think the. Firstly, we, we went into administration and then it's not just the players, the staff, the, the coaches, the, all the staff around the training ground. Um, really, I had to um, deal with all of them. Um, and, and there was people going to lose their jobs, um, people got made redundant. Um, it, was, it was just a mad and I felt the best way for me to do that is be honest with people and, yeah. and, and be truthful. So I called a meeting with all of them, all the staff, and I said to them, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, some of you are going to lose your jobs. That This is what happens. It's it's sad. It's it's not nice. Um, I'll do everything I can once we come out of it yeah. to get you your job back. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you, some of you are going to lose your jobs. And um, obviously I weren't in control of who that was. That was the administrators then. Um, we were in control of that, and um, so some did, and it weren't nice. It was horrible to see people who've been at the club a long time, or people then getting the livelihood taken away from them. Um, but I just felt honesty was the best way to deal with that, and um, and then with the the players, um, we couldn't even play players. We signed players to twenty threes, and we couldn't use them. Um, the, what the EFL were putting in, and. Um, Signed Jags, I could only sign them till the January. Then we couldn't re-sign them, and um, the restrictions were were, were crazy. Um, and just having to deal with that, and I literally, we had, I literally brought the under twenty team up to the first team, mixed with a few, a few first team players with experience. So it was a challenge. But in fairness to them, they they loved it. They they loved coming in every day. Jags. Yeah. Um, and I know Jags at times can be a bit mm. difficult, but he was brilliant. Um, yeah. Come in and just giving them responsibility and treating them like adults. Yeah. And that's how I, I treated all the players as adults and open with them and honest with them, whether they're good, bad, whatever it was. And um, I got a great response from them. Is it difficult to motivate players with obviously the other stuff going on in the background, or or were you able to just again? It's it's just for me it was purely about. Um, being honest with the players in difficult situations. I had Jags, I had seven players do the pre-season with us and not knowing if they can sign or not. 
Yeah, I've done the full pre-season. Yeah. And I took a risk because I, pl I played them in the pre-season friendlies, not yeah. knowing whether they were going to be my player or not. Right, okay. So yeah, yeah. ultimately I could have been getting them ready for another team. For another whatever. team, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just felt we had to sign them. So then um, we agreed for them to, st we could sign them then yeah. on really low salary. It's like, it was incredible that they signed for the, what they yeah, did to yeah, prepare yeah. to them. Um, they all come down the same ground and then with their agents, seven players and led to meet Mel Morrison and then he's, he's turned around and said, no, we can't sign them. And I was like, what do we do? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've got them down, I've told them, I've been told that we can sign. So then th th this is what I was saying about being honest and truthful with them. I, I called all the players in with Mel Morris. I said, right, he's got something to tell you. Um, and he didn't tell them that, obviously. He was like, oh, I don't know, I'm waiting for something. And, and then all of a sudden we could sign them then. Right, so we signed um, a couple of weeks later, we managed to sign them. Um, whatever, so it's, yeah, it's just certain things and decisions um, you make and you, I think, just sticking to your... Your principles. I mean, you've had so you've had to learn a lot very quickly, haven't you? In that job was obviously. I think that's two of the toughest jobs. That's, yeah. I've gone to I mean, points deduction. You know, you, you the fact that you got so far into the season, which still being able to stay up. Because I, I remember looking part way through the season. It must have been January, February, and if you wouldn't have had the points deduction, you were like tenth yeah. in the league. Like you know, it was incredible so, what you were doing. Yeah, and. Um, if, we, honestly, with some of the young lads, and, and I know I keep going back to it, but they'd never played a professional game. They'd never played no. in front of fans. Um, so to get some of them, and I had two players on the bench who, at the time, didn't even know they couldn't come on. He could sit on the bench, but they actually couldn't come on That's to the mad. rules, the felt, the which rules. was they didn't know. So the warm up, I remember the warm up thing. You can't go on. Anyway. We had no other players, so we just put them on the bench as a reward. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they didn't know they couldn't get on at the time. Um, so then ends up having to get the players that young, had to get the players in with the parents. And yeah. I'm speaking to the parents, explaining the situation of what it is and, and how we're trying to move forward. And then when I could play them, um, just some of the performances. Remember Liam Thompson, the old five foot six lad? Mm. But you're right. Cheers, man. <laughs> um, five or seven. Cheers. But small lads, um, yeah. and and I said to the lads because they were training with us, then getting game time with the under twenty threes in the ones who weren't playing, and that's important to me. That's and I, I stress this to the players: if you don't play well for the twenty threes or your attitude's not good because you've now trained the first team, you won't play. You won't play for me. No. We had a game on the Monday night in the twenty threes, and five or six of the lads played. They were terrible. One of them, yeah. Liam Thompson, best player by a mile, and he yeah. had been for a few games with them. Yeah. The rest were terrible. Who thought they were too big for the twenty threes? And so um, I had a meeting on the Tuesday. Said you were, you were crap. You were crap. You were crap. You were crap. Yeah, you were crap. Tomo sat at the back. Said Tomo, you were brilliant again. Yeah. We're playing Bournemouth on Sunday. You were top of the league at the time. Said you're going to start for me. Never played before, and you could see his face. He was like. That's a, that was perfect for me to show these five, yeah. give them that message. Yeah, yeah. It's important when you're playing for the 20s that you do it right. And he, he starts the game, got man of the match, um, best player on the pitch. 
Then we played Fulham away. He was second in the league at the time. Yeah. Again, um, best player on the pitch. And then he's gradually his performances. And so it's, I think you give young players responsibility. Mm. Sometimes they surprise you. Do you think that, I know you were obviously a tremendous young player, but is that because of what you had as well? You you were in at a young age as well? I think you see things and um, you see things in players. And yeah. I know I've seen it many times. Some managers are... There's a lot of pressure and managers are yeah, scared yeah. of the jobs and, and stuff, so it's more difficult to put a young player in mm. and you don't know. Sometimes you you are taking a risk, but I think you, you see them every day in training. You can see what, the, what, they're about. what they've oh. got and um, I'm a big believer in giving them a chance and, and helping them and, mm. and coaching them and making them feel at home and making them feel comfortable on the pitch. and, and um, I think by by doing that you get more. I think the old school way of of you know managers screaming I'm first, yeah. it, it won't work in, in today's society. That wouldn't work. What are you? What are you? You'd often hear managers go no, non-negotiables. If you had like three as a as a manager now, what would they be for you that you say to the or that you have expect from players? There's there's loads of different things in yeah. on the pitch, off the pitch. There's loads yeah. of different things. Um, you know, of course you. Don't want players turn up late for training or yeah. late onto the training pitch or you know there's the injury prevention stuff. You don't want them not doing it. Um, there's, there's stuff like that and yeah. um, for me it's hard work. Hard work. Yeah. That's um, it's always stuck with me. It was Alex Ferguson said it. Um, so you can be the most talented player in the world and and or you could work in different jobs whatever you work as. Um, the greatest talent you can have is getting up every day and working hard, um, and that's always stuck with me, and um, and that's what I expect from from my teams. Not yeah. um, and and as I say, yeah, to make mistakes or a player will have a bad game or the team at times might have a bad game, but you know, I know what fans want to see. I know what fans expect. I know what I expect, and that's the place to to come in every day, train hard and play hard. You have time off. You have your days off. You have time. Spend your family, your mates, whatever. But when you're in training and when you're on match day, you have to work hard. That's a that's a you that has to happen. Yeah, the bare minimum. Uh, what what's your thoughts on like data and stuff as a coach? Do you, are you a big data guy or are you? Um, you can use it, of course, and you mm. you can use it to you can see if a player's likely to get injured in training if mm. you push him. A, Bit hard. There's, there's loads of different things yeah. you can do, and that's where um, I delegate really well with my staff. And, right, yeah. Um, they know more than I do on, on the data side of things and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, and if anything flags up, then obviously they come to me and I'll deal with it, whatever. But um, yeah, I think it's important because you'd be crazy not to use it now yeah. because there's so much um, technology which can yeah. can help you and benefit yeah, yeah. you. And um, so we use it, but. I think sometimes as well, we we tend to forget that you're actually your eyes. Your eyes are can see can see a lot as yeah, well. Yeah. But you can use all the data as well yeah. to to help you give that that strong base. Would you would you use that? Consider that with recruitment as well. Yeah, I think you you have to mm. with recruitment as, mm. as well. And um, you can watch players. You can go and watch them live. You can watch them. On Y Scout or whatever, you, yeah. however you want to watch watch players, um, but then you then you look at you can look at the data and you're looking for patterns of, of what players are 
how consistent are they? Yeah. They, are they playing well one in four games? Are they playing well three out of four games, four out of four games, whatever? Yeah, so yeah. there's loads of different stuff you can you can use, and I suppose everyone will everyone does it in different ways, but yeah. um, certainly for recruitment, I think it's important. Yeah, but I mean, obviously you're you know DC United MLS is a such a different it's such a different league from from what we have over here. I mean, have you found that from going from Derby County and and was it? Was it a big risk for you to to take the DC job? I, I don't mean risk as in, you know, should he have gone there? But yeah, I just mean there was obviously other options. As, yeah. a, as a manager, can, mm. whatever totally job you different. take, is, yeah, yeah. your reputation's on the line. And it's um, for me, it's I'm still a young manager. Yeah, I'm really confident in my ability to to manage and know exactly what I want. And um, and as I was saying before about players taking risks. No problem taking risks. I'm not yeah. waiting with the player where I was at the top. I'm waiting with the manager. I need to build myself. Yeah. Um, I need to gain that experience. And I've gone there to deal with different cultures, different religions, um, different aspects of, of managing. And yeah. um, to, for me to be the best version of myself I can be in the future, where I think we made it clear um, there's two clubs who I'd love to manage mm. in one day. And um, I want to make sure when I do do that, if I do that, then... Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm at the best version of myself I can be. Is it... Is it more challenging managing in MLS than over here? I, I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Because obviously there's... Over here you know everyone, every player. You Then you over there you're getting to learn different players, different... Um, and rules, I guess. Is it, it is rules, a bit mad, rules, is it? rules are crazy, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so many different rules. Um, 
you need to to deal with and so it it's different but ultimately when that's off the pitch which it's all different yeah when you're on the training ground and the coaching and the preparation for games is the same so nice it's um, it's me learning stuff off the pitch yeah rather than actual stuff on the pitch um which i feel can really benefit me and help me you with players here your nature or nature what do you think is it a case of the natural ability or can players because you it's difficult for you because you just you did have that natural ability and i've heard you say you're probably one of the last like street footballers that have, have come through in terms of just literally being out with your mates and so is it is it all just simply about natural ability or or do you look up and think no you know we, we can coach and coach i think it's details is it is that what okay. it's details yeah and um, if you get a chance you can come over and watch us training you'll see yeah. how i work as well and it's um i really focus on the details right okay um which there's a difference between why a player can play from a mid-table team in the Premier League or play at the top mm. and it's not physical aspect it's not can he pass the ball from A to B it's the details that's the difference so really. go on and give me an example of the, of what you're talking about in details because people are so going the oh, what does he mean in detail no, with the amount of times you see a goalkeeper for instance yeah. pass the ball to a centre half yeah. and pass it to the wrong foot yeah yeah, then yeah. it makes it so much easier for the opposition to press. To press. Where actually, if we pass it to the right foot, they, they can't press it. Or mm. so the, it's just those kind small, of things. That's yeah, a small yeah. detail. A detail yeah. of you, the the angle of how you press, the, yeah. your body position. Um, there's different little details which makes a huge difference, and I focus a lot on that with the players, and um, and it might be the players. Out of position by one yard. Okay, it's that fine. And, like and the detail, it's yeah. a detail where if he's actually a yard here, it stops. Yeah, that it stops action. or everything yeah. happening. We're by him being a yard this way, we're in trouble. So it's detail, and it takes a lot of a lot of preparation as well. Mm. And because we show it, we show it daily to the players on on the on the the screen, and yeah. and we show them, and we we pull players into the positions and. And then, and it's exactly what I was saying before I'd done with Derby. Then all of a sudden, you see them doing it, and then you you have to keep on top of it. But yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You see them doing it, and you see players take responsibility and telling them to to come here, or if they don't pass it to the right foot, they'll tell them. Yeah. So it's it's them details which make a big difference. I think that is that's massively important because yeah. obviously those final details win your games. What does a Wayne Dooney winning team look like then? Because you let everyone who you're asking, it's always like it's easy to say, oh, high press and it's we do this and we do that. But what ideally for you, are you closer to Manchester City or are you more, I don't really want to say Liverpool, but that kind of like, yeah, it, it depends. So basically, in possession, um, I'm a two, three, five, <laughs> two, three, five, or okay. yeah. one, two, three, five, because the keeper's uh, never happy, okay. So you, you, have, you have your two centre backs, yeah, um, you stay back, yeah. Then you have, and this could be changes. It could be so you have the three in front, so that yeah, could be yeah. three midfield players, or it could be a fullback. Full similar back to City. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have your five, two number tens, two players high and wide, and a number oh, nine. And and really, them five, have got license to be free and, and go and win you the game. And the other, the other five or six with the keeper behind, 
I think yeah. you get out. They they give you that balance. Yeah. Um, give you that 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 shape and that security really. Yeah. And then when we're defending, it's it's a four four two four four one one. Um, it's not really a high press. It's it's forcing them down one side and oh. then then pressing, squeezing them to a side so. and making the pitch smaller and pressing them from there. Sounds exciting. <laughs> exciting crosses and shots and yeah. all of that. Well, it's, everyone goes away from full width. Yeah. It's it's one of the best ways to score a goal. Having full width and putting crosses in the box and sustaining yeah. attacks. No one does it no more. We have had the we've had the chat about City, haven't we? <laughs> all the wide men now are coming in and but whether it's your full back or whether it's a wide man, it's you have to have full width. Yeah. For me that's that's a must. Could go on all day, but I know we're very busy, so we'll have, probably have a part two to this as well. But Wayne, thank yeah, you very no worries, much. Mate. Your time. Cheers, right, mate. cheers. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. Give the video a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't. We'll see you later. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.